Radio MD. RadioMD.com. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vin Oker Show. Here's Dr. Lee. Hi, and welcome back to the show. It's Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Uh, my next guest is a physician, friend, and colleague. He is a diagnostic radiologist at the Washington Hospital Center, Dr. Arnold Raisin. And um, he has started uh, a business because I guess, you know, he knows the feeling of being a stressed out doctor. And there's a lot of very stressed out other careers um, and meditation called the Zim Meditations uh, Center. So welcome, Dr. Raisin. Thanks for Thank being you. on. Thanks for having me on the show. So first, talk to me a little bit about how you got into this. Uh, was it the old physician heal thyself? No, no, not really. About <clears throat> about eight years ago, a um, very stressful situation came up for me at work, uh, and I became extremely anxious. I mean, <clears throat> anxiety took over my whole life. Um, my whole life was, what if this, what if that, what if, what if, what if. And, uh, you know, and I started doing the usual things that you do for stress. You know, I started exercising, uh, trying to get more sleep. Um, but then I was walking through a bookstore, uh, and I was going through like the self-help section, and I saw a book by a Buddhist monk called uh, Thich Nhat Hanh, and opened the book, and the book said, just breathe. <laughs> and if, if you can breathe, you can meditate. And then I started meditating, and it made a dramatic difference in my life. It, it just changed everything. It created a new GPS or a new normal for my life in how I started looking at everything around me. And so um, I, I've been meditating for about the last um, for about the last eight years and then about probably a year and a half ago I decided that I wanted to start to teach meditation because I felt um, that so many of my colleagues, especially in the um, in the healthcare environment, you know, we all teach our patients the whole not teach our patients but treat our patients for stress. But we're not treating our own stress, and and I thought, wow, they could really, really benefit from uh, from meditation, uh, and that's how I got into it. So I assume, other than you know anxiety disorders, of course, there are probably uh, you know other illnesses. You know, sometimes whether it's kids or people, you know, asthma has a certain trigger that's probably related to anxiety. I mean, I guess. You'd yeah. certainly be stressed out if you had cancer or depression. Is it helpful for all these different types of conditions? A- absolutely. You know, I think the big misconception um, about meditation is that when you meditate, you're going to be sitting with your legs in a lotus position um, <laughs> and going on. Oh, That's not. Right. <laughs> when you meditate, you're making a commitment to change your whole lifestyle. Um, you know, I always discuss when I take a group, I say, understand that you're going to learn meditation and what goes with the lifestyle of the meditator. So you're not gearing it specifically towards you've got asthma um, or you've got hypertension. Um, Meditation is not an aspirin, okay? If you're stressed, it's not taking an anti-anxiety medication right away. It's more like a vitamin tablet. Um, (laughs) You're training yourself over the long term um, to take care of the mental side of it. And it, is, it has tremendous benefits, um, you know, emotional, psychological, physical. But the big, big thing is, is you're changing the whole picture. You know, you're not taking 
you know, a single medication for a single thing. You're gearing yourself to change you know, your, your whole lifestyle. So what are the basic premises? You said, you know, you opened the book, Breathing Deeply, that's, okay. you know, that's part so, of it. Yeah, let, me, let me give you a very simple you know, definition of uh, meditation. Um, so meditation is basically training your attention um, so that you can be aware of not only what's going on inside you, um, but also um, to train or be aware of what's going on around you. And and once you can see clearly what's going on in the moment, um, you can choose whether on how to act on what you're seeing. So in other words, the ups and downs of life will always be there. But what meditation teaches you is how to deal with those ups and downs. I mean, the analogy that I always use is try and imagine standing on a on a base on a on a basketball and pouring yourself a glass of water. <laughs> Impossible, because you don't have a stable base. But then stand on solid ground, and it's much, much easier to pour that glass of water. So that's what it is. Meditation brings you down. It gives you a new normal or a new stable base on how to look at anything. And, and basically, meditation has got three components. And the biggest component of meditation um, is your attention, and you develop your attention by using a focus. And you know, the focus we always, always start off with is the breath. Um, why is the, why the breath? Number one is that there's no belief system associated with, with the breath, so it's not religious based. Um, you always have your breath. I mean, it's everybody's. Everybody one would breathes. hope, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and yeah, it's actually amazing. You, know, you see these infomercials on TV, you know, where you can buy these things to increase your six pack in your abdomen, and um, you know, you can do sit ups, and they say, oh, it's absolutely wonderful because if you go on a trip, you can put it in your suitcase and take it with you when you travel. <laughs> you know, you've got your breath with you the whole time, wherever you go, whether you're sitting in a board meeting, you know, whether you're in the OR doing a, a procedure, whether you're seeing a patient. So you always have that focus with you that you can go back to um, to improve your attention. And you know, the two other components that you need for meditation are uh, commitment. Um, meditation doesn't work by talking about it. It's like you can't run a marathon by talking about a marathon. You know, you've got to have that commitment to practice. It's an, I meditate you know, usually twice a day. Uh, and the third thing is, you know, it's not difficult. It takes the same effort. I love the analogy that some people use. It takes the same effort as a, um, a butterfly landing on a flower. You know, just that gentle, <laughs> gentle effort, that gentle, gentle awareness. And, and those are basically you know, the three components that you need for meditation. You need that focus. But now, but, and we probably only have a couple minutes left, but I think this is the issue, and I know myself. So people that are in high-stress fields, they usually have a lot going on. There's a lot. So to really, you know, when you sit down and take the time, I guess focus seems like the hardest because why are you anxious and stressed? Your mind is racing. Everything's going through your mind. So it's hard when you're sitting in a quiet place, I even know for myself, to just focus on that because then I'm thinking, oh, my God, I have to review this charter. Oh, I got to go do this. And, oh, I got to prepare a lecture. for. So that's probably the hardest part, I think, especially for busy people with high-stress careers. Yeah, but, but you've got to understand that meditation is not to use when you're in a stressful moment. Uh-huh. Meditation is there to build up over time. It's to have a GPS or an armamentarium of stuff that you can utilize when you're in a stressful situation. 
Um, there are exercises called Peace Finder exercises, which I teach people, which are mini meditation. Um, the little 30-second things that if you're in a, an acutely stressful situation, you know, you can utilize, you know, a, a quick breath awareness meditation, you know, a body awareness meditation, um, and little things like that. Um, uh-huh. But meditation really, really isn't difficult. You can do it for five minutes. You can do it for 20 minutes. Um, it's, it's, you can always find a time to meditate. You can meditate when you're at the airport. You can find a meditation when you're at work before you go into a board meeting. Again, a stressful situation. There's nothing stopping you meditating for 10 minutes before you see a patient or before you start your work day at, at work. Meditate uh-huh. for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds great. And I think, um, yeah, we only have a minute left. But uh, I guess the key is to put the effort in and then kind of focus. If you focus on your breathing, you can maybe get all the, your racing mind thoughts out of everything you have to do. You have to put some time aside, correct? Listen, the key with meditation is everybody thinks it quiets your mind. That's not the key. What meditation does is it finds the quiet it finds the quiet part of your mind. It takes you to that area of quietness and stability that you can carry on your life. Oh, sounds great. Um, you can learn more about it at Zim Meditation. This is the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health. 